he should be like this. He should, no, no. He is who God made him to be. And I'm going to trust God in that. Hi, welcome to Okayish Advice with me, Mama Mila. And you know, I've always got to have a friend. This is Deborah. Hi. Thank you guys, you, I'm so glad you're here. Everyone probably knows you because you and Bill mm. are so incredible at the restaurant. And like literally my, my answer to prayer, Matt's answer to mm. prayer, um, we always like intentionally pray for employees yes. because the restaurant is like a ministry yes. and the restaurant. So um, I just wanted to say welcome. This is the place where you ask questions, we give you advice. Is it the best advice? Probably not, but it's advice. We've been through life. Been through life. And, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Pray about it. We've been praying about it a lot. Yes. And, you know, this is how it goes. But I just kind of wanted to share really fast. So I met your daughter, Janae. Correct. Um, at the restaurant. We were first at Blue 32. She's so freaking cute. She dressed all 50s, which, of course, is like, I love that. That's how I've dressed since I was 15. And like vintage and I just saw her and then she started speaking to me about like Jesus and I was just like, okay, I have to be friends with her, yes. you know, and then you guys were visiting, you came to the restaurant, we were real in the thick of it, mm -hmm. opening right. the new place yes. and you and Bill just grabbed us and started praying yes. over us and speaking like so prophetically and I just looked at you guys and I was like, if you ever move here, please work for me. That's right. And like, it was so awesome because God just answered even that just little tiny prayer. Yes. And now you guys, I mean, constantly people are telling us, don't get rid of them. We love them. Like, and everyone thinks that you're my mom, you're my aunt, you're Mama Mila. I'll be all those things oh, too. Yeah. No, except for Mama Mila. I could never replace you. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm like, it's a lot. <laughs> but, um, but mostly something that I love mm. is... I continually pray for people to come into my life mm -hmm, to kind right. of just mentor me mm -hmm. because I don't have that, mm -hmm. you know, since my nonna died and my mom's far away and, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. So you have become more than all of that. You've become like a mentor to me I'm glad. and I just have learned so much. So I thought that you'd be perfect for this. Thank um, you. So oh yeah, goodness. I'm so excited. It's so, it's going to be so fun. So well, that's such a great compliment because when we are taught something, we want to be able to ingest that and then be able to give that away. Yeah. You know, even Jesus did that. He said, yeah. greater things you will do in my name when I leave. And that's who so the Holy true. Spirit is to us. So, but we're never exempt from learning. Yeah. We're always growing. I even learn from you. I learn from everybody around me and I'll take that and I'll process it. Yeah. I'll swallow it and I'll keep that. So thank you for that compliment. That's yeah. awesome, Mila. No, that makes me so happy. And I'm you know, like... it's a blessing too. I mean, um, I'll say at our age, I, it, it's only a number, right? Yeah. But in my head and in my body, I feel young and I have to attribute that to the Lord. He keeps us going as long as we need to keep going. And you and Matt have really opened your doors, opened your arms and opened your hearts to receiving us to be who God has called us to be. It's so good. I'm mm. so like, I'm so thankful. <laughs> like after so many years of psycho, it's like finally, like, thank you, Jesus. All like the seeds I feel are starting to blossom. Amen. And we're starting to really see and really like affect the community, affect yes. people. Yes. And, community, you know, like you said. Yes. Absolutely. I'm I behind just, it. I love it so much. Completely. Um, okay. Let's yes. go with our first okay. viewer question. Right. Ooh, friends. 
here we go. And I forgot to say, this is our first episode, right? On um, marriage. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Okay. I mean, I feel like marriage, you know, can be a touchy subject. It is. Um, but ultimately, how long have you and Bill been married? 44 years. Holy Lord Jesus. Yes. It flew. That's like amazing. Time went by really, really fast. That's so yeah. rare now. And we're looking forward to the next, I won't even give it a number. Yeah, that's right. Right. I'd say 100, but. Okay, well. I don't know. I'm all, <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> My entire marriage, mm-hmm. I felt like the spiritual leader. Mm. How do I pray for my husband to be the spiritual leader? I feel like I'm constantly nagging him to be who he's supposed to be. Mm, I was there. Um, I gave my life to the Lord before my husband did. Mm. And I prayed for a believer of a man. And he wasn't when I married him. But I heard the Lord speak to my heart and say, oh, no, he's a pushover. And I went, okay. So I went forward and I ended up marrying this man. And um, I, I, I was on my knees constantly praying for him. I was leading by example. I would talk to him, not like a child, but I would talk to him as I, was, as I would learn things. Mm-hmm. And I'd involve him in all those things. I would pray with him, not recalling him to pray for me, because he really didn't know how. Um, but eventually, Eventually, God got a hold of him. Now, I had to get before the Lord and ask the Lord, you know, why? I had many questions. Why, why, why? I mean, I really thought you were going to give me a strong believer, somebody that was just a forerunner. He ended up becoming all those things to me. But I had to get my act together before the Lord. Mm -hmm. God, when I'd go to God with a question, he'd go, yeah, but what about you, Deborah? What about you? What is your part? What are you doing? I could have been praying for my husband more. How do you pray for your husband in that time? You be very genuine, sincere, and um, transparent with the Lord. I'm hurting, Father. This really hurts my heart that he can't see that I'm hurting and that I need prayer. Well, then it makes me want to pray for him even more. Come to me more, the Lord says. Come deeper, come deeper, get closer to me. I'm your Father. I will take care of everything. And he does, and he did. So when I get before the Lord and I deal with my issues, I'm not looking at his issues, what he's capable of doing, what he isn't doing, or what he should be doing. That's the other thing. I took the word should out of my vocabulary. Where does it say should in the Bible? It doesn't. If God doesn't say it, then it isn't as important to us as it could be, not should be. So he should be like this. He should. No, no. He is who God made him to be. And I'm going to trust God in that. And when I would pray for him, I would pray for all the detailed things, things like I wanted on my wish list. And before I knew it, bam, he was doing it. He was doing it. He was doing it. It took years. The other thing is that God spoke to my heart and said, you know, you keep doing what I have called you to do, and I'll bring him around. And truly, my husband can do circles around me. And even when I don't pray, he's there praying. Yeah. In the wee hours, early in the morning, or laying his hands and praying for me. That's so incredible. So when, 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 when you keep going, you keep going, you don't, you don't lay authority on him. You be who you are called to be, and God will bring him alongside and then shoot him ahead. I've seen it so many times. That's so beautiful. I want you to share with everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> about... Oh, I, I feel a vulnerable I know. moment coming <laughs> on. What? About, um, like, there was a moment 
recently where you kind of just came to me like in this motherly mm. way and was like, Mila, mm. this is something about your character that needs to change, mm. which I appreciated so much because I feel like anytime that anybody who has had authority over me in a way or mm-hmm. has been a mentor has abused it mm-hmm. and um, it was like manipulation and control, exactly. but I saw your heart and like you showed mm-hmm. this part of me where I needed to work on it. And, um, in my marriage with my husband, of course, and I have been, I just want you to know, I've been actively praying and being like, Jesus, this hurts so bad, but help me. Um, just because, you know, we learn only from what we know, what we've been given. And yes, Mm -hmm. but you said something to me about how you would go to Bill's clothes and pray over his clothes and be thankful and grateful for him over his clothes will you explain that like that just stuck with me and even as i've been like like doing laundry i'm like folding his underwear i was like thank you for this fine man that's it (laughs) um i don't even think bill knows this now i there are some key things that i believe that um stabilize a marriage and i'll share one of those right now um i believe that um we have not like the bible says because we ask not Hmm. And I am not used to asking for myself. It is so easy to ask for somebody else. But when I shared that with you, um, it, it, was, it was my expression of love that he doesn't need to know about. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry, Bill. No, no. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, it, it's okay. I, that's just one thing I have never shared with him, but I share everything with him. Um, but I'll go in the closet and I will hug his clothes and I will thank the Lord for my husband because he is truly a gift. He gave him to me and he gave me to him. And so in detail, you know, like, and it, it causes me to want to thank him for not just the character in Bill, but the things that I have that God has given to me through Bill. Yeah. Um, like his tenderness, like his holiness, um, I learned from his, um, his character, his patience, you know, all of which I could, you know, run in circles and, and he's standing there just holding the balloon going, it's all good. It's all good, Deborah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's an act of love. It's an act of private love. Like the Bible says, don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. It's that my way of loving my husband and him not having to know, but he get the benefit of that blessing. That's so beautiful. Ugh. So, now, and we can do that with anything, actually. You know. That's probably Amazon. Sorry, everybody. But, Amazon. you know, welcome to my real life. That's my dog. Did that answer your question? Yes, I mean, that was so beautiful. Okay. I love that. Um, gosh, I feel like anything I add is lame. But, like, no, anything's um, a plus. I feel like when Matt and I first got together, mm-hmm. he was just had become a believer. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, Grew up in church and all of that, but I had definitely had a heart of like church hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, when you're like kind of manipulated your whole life, you're just kind of, you know, what is Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, but like just praying for Matt and, you know, I think that a lot of times, especially I'm an oldest child, you're an oldest child, um, you Take it upon yourself to have the responsibility it's put on us. of fixing everybody Correct. and fixing every situation. Correct. And there are just times where if Matt drives me crazy, I'm just literally, I will go into the bathroom and just be like, you know what, Jesus, 
he's your kid. That's right. Like, I'm not parenting him. No, it's not our job. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, you can handle him because you can do it way better than I do it. Yes. And I feel like sometimes when you try to step into the middle of um, being in between your husband and God, mm. all you do is get in the way. That's right. So I would rather be a bystander and just be like, you know what? This is your thing. You're going to handle it, God. That's right. And it sounds mean, but I'll be like, listen, tonight in his dreams, give him conviction for the way he just spoke to me. <laughs> you know, not that God answers that, but you know, I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, I get a little salty. Well, God can handle whatever. He can handle that too. He can handle, he's always <laughs> trying to improve my heart. So calling me out. But anyways, okay, yes. your turn to oh, ask okay. the question. So Mila, what would you say are the three top things or ways to stay married 10 plus years? Yeah. Ooh, Matt yeah. and I are going on 15 years, which I feel That's like excellent. is a lot for being 34. That's excellent. You know? Yes. Um, this is, might be a little controversial, okay. but having unrealistic expectations is unrealistic. Like, okay. I feel like a lot of people put like expectations that are not godly on their spouse. Correct. I mean, does that make sense? Sure. Like you, you look at people, you look at the movies, you look at society and then you're like, oh, well, this is how it needs to be. Well, I hate to tell you this, but we're in a fallen world and we're all drowning and we're all trying to mm -hmm. survive. So don't put unrealistic expectations on it. Let God put the expectations on your spouse. Like... Does that make sense? Make that a nice statement. Or the expectations on you. Wait, is that what you're saying? How can you make what you said an I statement? Like, am I putting expectations? Yeah. Okay. Like, don't, like, sometimes early on in our marriage, I would put these unrealistic expectations on Matt. And I would be like, you know, I need... Um, when he comes home from work, like I need his attention a hundred percent. Well, I need is different from I need accept, expectation. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. I felt like I expected him to be like this certain way and it just wasn't real, okay. you know? And I wasn't, I was like, had this like throne that he had to like get to and be in my head. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. And so it was like, I almost made what I thought he should be an idol mm. instead of asking God, mm. how do you see my husband? Mm. And then being like, that's how I want him to be. I think I shared with Does you. That sense? Oh yes. Okay. I think I shared with you um, how um, men think, right? Yes. And how oh, women so think. Good. It was so funny because I heard this comedian, this Christian comedian talk about this and it was hysterical to me. And so let's say you've got uh, uh, cubbies, a lot of cubbies. And women, we have a lot of shoe boxes. And at one shoe box, we have our makeup. And another, we might have our keys and uh, things that we put in our car. And another thing we might have is just our thoughts about how we should raise our children. You could have a million shoe boxes as a woman because we can basically multitask. Yeah. Men, and we can pull them out all out at the same time and put them all on the floor and we can go, okay, I'm going to deal with that. Okay, yeah, but i got to call this person. And men, the way God made them, hunters and gatherers, they're like, they're like focused. And they can pull out yeah. one box at a time. And they're in their box and they're dealing with it. And then you come from behind them and going, honey, you know what? I need you to do this. And before you do that, I need you to make this call. And they're going, huh? Wait a minute. 
I'm going to put my things back in my box. I'm going to put it back on the shelf. Now talk to me. Yeah. And so that's where our expectation or our um, confused ideas about needs being met like this mess them up. And then we get disappointed. We walk away hurt. And we walk away without getting our needs met. But if we can understand how men think and operate, we're going to have a whole lot more patience for them and love for them. Yeah. And even guiding them and showing them how they can meet our needs instead of just telling them and reprimanding them. Yeah. No, they don't need mothers. They had a mother. Yeah. They probably learned things from their mothers that they really don't need. But we get to, we get very true by choice. We get to come (laughs) alongside them and uh, walk with them in this and lead by example. We can stand here and tell our kids all day and it'll go in one ear and out the other. But as a teacher, you would want to show them. Yeah. Some people need to be shown. And guys are so easy because they feel like you're not only investing in them, but you love them. You're, you're, you're loving them in a way that they can get it. I love that. You'll get more response. You'll get more reaction. Yeah. And chances are they'll remember that next time and you won't have to remind them. That's so good. I felt like you translated what I was trying to say. That's I think exactly I took your feelings. What, I know yeah. what you were feeling and I'm going, okay, let's look at this logically or let's look at this. Yeah. You know, you have needs. There's nothing wrong with those yeah. needs. But having the expectation to meet those needs, uh, that could be a little, yeah. uh, um, the waters can be mixed in there. Yes. So if you can define them yeah. and put them in their own little categories, then you'll have more grace for them. Grace is such a better word. Yeah. Grace. 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 We need grace for ourselves. We need for grace everybody. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs grace. Mm-hmm. Um, See, but we're needy as women, you know? I mean... I can tell my husband all day long what I need and what I need him to do. But when I'm hurting, sometimes I just need a shoulder. Sometimes I just need to hide behind him. I mean, if we were standing before the Lord and the Lord said, well, you know, you're the head of the household, sir. Uh, You didn't do what I asked you to do. And I'd be going, I know that's what I would do instead of, honey, listen to God. He knows what he's talking about. He made you the head. And here I am, you know, mouthing off. But no, I know my own heart in that. And it took a while. I needed to learn my place so that he could be who God called him to be. I love that. Yeah. He, my husband's more on the passive side. He was raised with a, a mother with four sisters and a father who was gone all week. And he only got to spend a portion of that weekend with his dad. Yeah. So the I'm not, I, the word isn't masculine. The, the, ma- the more manly, th- the more fatherly things he didn't get to learn in his time with his father, even though he loved him dearly. Yeah. But, you know, when you've got a lot of strong women around, you know. Yeah. And he, he's very compliant. He's very easy. But that man's humility shows me more love than I could ever, ever ask for. That's so beautiful. And when he loves me, I know he loves my friends. I know he loves my family. He's amazing. But I had to learn that about him. But I had to back off of me so that I could look at him. Yeah. I was so busy looking through my own bifocals, my own glasses. And all I could see was me because it was my own reflection, my own face. Yeah. But now I can see him. I see him. And I'll tell him that sometimes. I see you. And then he's like, (laughs) yeah, baby. I see you, honey. (laughs) You know. Um, I know. That was a mouthful. No, that was so good. Um, I think another key good thing is make sure that your husband comes before your children. Yes. I think so many people, especially now with like gentle parenting and Mm -hmm. being so conscious of, um, you know, 
your children and their emotions mm-hmm. and like breaking generational mm-hmm. stuff and trauma and stuff like that. Um, a lot of times the husbands get to go to like the wayside, mm-hmm. but there are times where my kids, Matt and I are talking and my kids are like, mom, mom, mom. And I just look at them and tell them, be respectful of your father. Mm-hmm. I am talking to him. What I have to say to him is important. Be respectful. You can place your hand on my arm. And when I'm ready to talk to you, I will talk to you because it's always something stupid. Like you want to hear a joke? Like it doesn't make any sense. You know, they're just being kids. Yeah, They don't have those boundaries. They don't get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like if your kids see that, yeah. that's going to set them up. Your role modeling so well. for them. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. like, you know, there's like a book that says like men want respect and women want love or something like that. It's just respect. It is. You know, so that's two. I think my last one would just be like, pray about everything. Good. Pray for wisdom, pray for guidance. Nothing is insignificant to yes. God. I mean, nothing is insignificant. Yes. Um, all the small things in marriage, all the things, you know, I think we always ask people when they are married a long time at the restaurant, like, what is your secret? What's your to, key? To, yes, yeah. To a long marriage. Um, most of them say like, don't go to bed angry. True. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah. Um, a guy was so funny. Um, his wife told me, um, marriage is like a surf. Your husband is like a surfboard. Mm. And sometimes you're in the water and the water, the it's, nice and easy and you just cling to each other but then there are times where the water is turbulent and you have to cling to that Mm -hmm. surfboard and you know like that's your survival is clinging to each other and praying together and asking god that's really good isn't that beautiful do you know what her husband said to me he said it helps if you have a hearing aid you could just turn it off whenever you want (laughs) he missed it he missed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? But I that has stuck with me for yeah. so long. Yeah. Like, you know what? That's so true because life is so crazy. Mm. Sometimes you just have to cling to each other and just pray. It's so true. Yeah. Because like if you let when things happen to you, you know, um destroy your marriage, mm-hmm. you're right where the enemy's got you. Sometimes it doesn't take much. Yeah. It's, it's so good. crazy. It's what really would good. you say are your top three? First would be God. Yeah. Um, I couldn't make it in my marriage without God. My husband are, and I are so different. And in some ways we are so much alike. Mm. The things that matter, I believe we are so much alike. Like we can actually finish each other's sentences. And that's when we're really close in heart and in spirit and in love. Uh, the second I would have to say is... Um, vulnerability or honesty is the second my husband and I don't have any secrets except for the one you just told I'm sorry about that okay it's all good (laughs) we don't have any secrets we know everything about each other now that can work in your favor and I'm going to say it's worked in our favor because the enemy can't bring any darkness in to our light Mm. what's in the light what's exposed God uses what's in darkness the enemy uses And that's what he wants to do is break up marriages. So everything we have been through in our past, that's huge. We know that about each other. I would never want to use that against my husband. Mm. That would be the wicked tool. That that would be where the enemy would get his foot in and, and mess us up. Yeah. So honesty and vulnerability always with, you know, even if I'm, 
down to the simplest thing, honey, I know you told me to spend only this much, but I have to tell you, this was on sale and I had to have it. <laughs> and I won't know his reaction until I get his reaction, but I'm honest, I've released it and he's good with it because I was honest. Yeah. And it canceled out. I mean, the that's how we are with our kids, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the third thing is, um, let's see, it, it's the Lord, it's honesty, and it's trust. Yeah. I had a really hard time trusting men. Whoa. And, uh, that's me. You know, that kind of originated from my father who did what he did. Yeah. And so I, I put that little seed in my heart, you know, I don't know that I could ever trust a man. And then when I got into relationships, two in particular, I could not trust that person. And I had to learn to trust my husband. And he was very trustworthy. But that was on me. I, I had to learn to do that. Wow. I can trust him as, as long as the day is long. I can. I can trust him with, with, the, with the issues of my heart. I can trust him with my prayers. I can trust him with everything. My children, you know, my yeah. tears. Did you pray? Like, was Bill always kind of just a trustworthy person? Or is that something that came with time? I believe he was always trustworthy. Mm. I do. But me being able to trust him, that, that took a long time. Yeah. And it's not like he had to prove himself to me. I had to, I really had to go to God and go, you know, w would he ever do that? Would he ever, no. God just settled that issue. That's so good. Yeah. That's so but, good. you know, if you don't know enough about, I knew enough about him. That's just it. I, we were open with one another. I, I knew him in that sense, but I had yeah. to walk it out. It's so crazy because <laughs> I was just um, talking to Matt about, you know, marriage and whatever. And we're talking about like, yeah, you know, because we're going to record a podcast episode today about marriage, okay. you know, and just being like, you know, I think like my like when I see young people get married, mm -hmm. you know, and people are like, oh, I'm going to give them advice, whatever. All I can think of is like, be with somebody that you can trust enough that you both are going to heal from generational trauma, mm -hmm. from your childhood, like whatever, like find somebody that's going to be there and you can trust and support like they'll be able or somebody to who's you. willing to go there yes because you don't instantly have that but you can go yeah. there you're willing to walk that walk with them yeah like just growing and constantly learning yes like you're good. never like you're never going to be perfect there's no. only jesus That's like right. that was the most perfect person yes. you know yes so like you're never going to be there okay this question is from me okay i feel like every marriage has a pivotal make it or break it moment mm -hmm. what was yours with bill how did you guys persevere and how did it affect you personally? There were no options. Hmm. When I was at the altar and he was at the altar, it was till death do us part. It wasn't, well, we may not make it or it'll break. That wasn't an option. It was we were set on making it. Hmm. And the only way we could make that is to fall back on the Lord. So when we made our vows, it was a done deal. It was a set issue in our heart. When you start talking about things like breaking it, breaking up, divorce, yeah. you're just sowing seed into that thing to grow. Wow, And yeah. eventually it will happen. Yeah. But if you seed 
into the righteousness of God, into the things that he has called marriage to be. It's beautiful. He'll just grow that thing and it'll blossom to something beautiful. Yeah. And those little petals will fall everywhere and your kids will pick them up and people will see them and want them. And it is truly a sweet aroma to the Lord, to his nostrils when a marriage works. I believe that with all my heart. It's beautiful. And, um, but no, I, no, we don't go there. Uh-uh. Uh, what, 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 what's that word? No, no. Yeah. Even uh, if, if a couple is struggling with things, infidelity, anything, I mean, these are harsh subjects, Yeah. but the Bible calls us to reconciliation. He says, no, you go back to that person. You do what you can to make it work. If you need to get a godly counselor, get a godly counselor, go to my word, do whatever it takes to make that thing work. Now, there are other issues that would call for a certificate of divorce, right. but God is truly not in favor of that, which means that if, you're, if you tend to lean that way, then where is God in this? No, God's everywhere in it. He has designed marriage. He has given us each other. We're a gift, and that marriage is a gift to him if you think about it. He's in it. He will help you work it out. Wow. Working it out is talking it out. Working it out is listening yeah. Now I can talk and talk and talk, but to sit here and listen, sometimes it's hard and sometimes I don't want to hear what my husband may have to say, but you know what? I need it because it's medicine to my bones. It is. I need to hear because then I'm learning more about him. Right. Did I get off track? No, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I did want to put in there in case I know that a lot of people get, um, you know, triggered and whatever, oh, yeah. you know, if there's somebody who is divorced, that's mm-hmm. listening, whatever. Mm-hmm. I okay. want you to know that like, we don't judge you no at all. No judgment. No. Um, personally being a little, you know, vulnerable, um, my parents probably should have never gotten married mm. in the first place. Like we literally, my nonu and I joke that like the best thing to come out of their marriage was literally like me and my sisters, Children. of course, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, And my mom constantly was a pushover. And, you know, I think that she had, actually, I know, and I look at my mom with compassion now. Mm -hmm. As a child, it was very hard because it was like you're taking trash. It's like you throw the trash out and then you bring the trash back inside is how I felt every time they got back together, you know, whatever. There's, of course, you know, um, my dad never wanted to change, Mm -hmm. you know, and my mom, I mean, I can't tell you how many nights she'd be on the kitchen floor crying, talking Mm. to the 700 club to pray with her. Mm. But there was like a moment and where I was just like, you deserve so much better. Mm. Like us as kids deserve so much better. And we, it's so much better when he's not here, Mm. you know? And so like in, in my dad was very like, um, emotionally abusive, Mm. Um, he cheated with anything that walked Mm -hmm. and, you know, he wasn't a a good man. Mm -hmm. And that's comes from, you know, his stuff that he never dealt with. But anyways, um, so I wanted to say like, what we're talking about is not an abusive situation. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, um, we're talking about like things that can be worked through that can bring healing, you know? And I mean, everybody God can change everybody. If he changed Saul, he can change anybody. Like that guy literally was murdering people. That's right. So, but, you know, there's always like, I don't want anybody to be like, oh, you know, and get all crazy on us. Like, no, it's not like that. Like 
our hearts are, you know, that, you know, you probably married a good guy, Mm -hmm. you know, like whoever's listening to this, you probably married a good guy, but we all have issues. We do. We all kind of suck, but that's the beautifulness of Jesus. And like you said, it's grace. And God hears every prayer, Mila. Yeah. I mean, my father passed recently at 93. He was abusive. He was all those things that you just talked about. Mm. And God got a hold of him. Unfortunately, it started with a car accident. Wow. But he gave his life to the Lord in 1980, and he shared his faith until the day he died. Wow. And, but I remember throwing my, my face on the bed and going, God, you need to fix this. My parents are getting ready to get a divorce, and I don't know if I could handle it. And then I flipped my Bible open to, you and your household will be saved. And I said, I want that. I didn't even know how to claim it at the time. And I said, but that's mine. Wow. I want my family saved, Lord. I know you can do this. And year by year, my father just getting stronger and stronger. And before I knew it, his whole family was saved. We are definitely a testimony of that Saul of Tarsus, that changeover, that transitioning, mm. that, that God doing it yeah. in our lifetime. I love it. But it starts, I, I think as a woman, we, we've been given so much as women. When um, Jesus um, went to heaven after he was in the tomb and, and then reappeared, who was at the tomb with him? It was the women. Why? Because yeah. God could trust women. They would go back and they'd tell. Go tell the guys that, that, that yeah. I am here. And did they believe? No, they had to go see it for themselves. And that's kind of how I got, guys are. I, I got to see this. I got to feel it. I got to touch it before I can make a decision. And then we're just ready to go, hey, I saw him. I know what I saw. I believe. Right. Well, we're quick to do that. And that's a gift that we have from the Lord. I love so that. So if we have that gift, we need to use that in a positive way. So we can pray now. It's never too late to accept Christ. It's never too late to accept the Lord who could change everything in your life and make it amazing. Yes, you will have trials and tribulations. Yes, we will walk through things. But honey, there's light on the other side. There really is. And you can experience that in your life today. We can have that today. I love that. I was on a crazy road, but I'm here now. Look, I'm sitting here talking to you about what God has done in my life, what God is doing in your life and sharing it with one another and sharing each other's burdens and talking about this, not talking about our husbands, but talking to help ourselves with this. God is in it. Yeah. He's faithful. Yeah. He's faithful. And one last thing that I wanted to mention um, is I truly do believe that there is power in the things that you say. Truly. And, you know, one of the best tactics of the enemy is intrusive thoughts. Mm. And when you make an agreement with an intrusive thought, that's right. that plants a seed in not only your heart, mm-hmm. but it puts it out into the world. It does. And, you know, that's just, it's huge. So when you're irritated, and I'm talking to myself, um, you're irritated with your husband, you know, you're fighting, you're whatever, the first thought that always comes into your head is, well, he's always like, da, 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 da. And I have to stop and be like, that is not my thought. I do not come in agreement with that, you know? And when you talk to your husband and you're trying to work it out, I'm like, I'm a good confrontational person. Like when things happen, I don't know if it's because I'm Italian, because I'm spicy or what, but I'm like ready for the confrontation. Like I'll knock you out. You know what I mean? And Matt's a walk awayer. And it's so freaking irritating, you know, but 
that actually helps me because when we do sit down and talk, I have to be careful of what comes out of my mouth and being like, you know, will you yes. always da, 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 da. And that's another word you can take out of your vocabulary. Yeah. Should and always. Yeah. Really? Who are we to say always? Right. You can name a situation, which is a whole lot better. Do you remember the other day when you or when I, instead of you always, you no, know, that's such good you know advice. That's, yeah. that's a hopeless feeling. Yeah. If I'm always doing that, I guess I'm never going to change. Think about it. No. So it's like being aware of mm -hmm. like how you're speaking and mm -hmm. how like it's coming out, right. you know? And I mean, and I can honestly say this from, you know, being Italian, being, you know, just we're dramatic, we're loud, we're ridiculous a lot of times. Ooh, hey. Um, and see, now I see you, you have so many gifts, Mila. You oh, no. say it's Italian. You say it's this. I see it as your giftedness. Okay. The Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. Right. Now, that's a heavy responsibility, but it's also a blessing that you have so much in you to give. It's just that you need to use, know how to use all of those great gifted tools that God has given you. Yeah. And you put them out there. I've seen you do it. I'm going, whoa, girl, you are bold before the Lord. You are. And people do listen. <laughs> You know, which is also a blessing. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying regarding marriage and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like with the, my the husband. The toning down and, and that. Yeah, we don't want to run over them. Uh -uh. Because so they hard. will come to your rescue. He may not say anything. He may not be a fighter to you. But right. he will fight for you. I guarantee that. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. So, and that's one thing you don't want to shut down any more than I want to shut down. Right. right. When I need a fighter, I'm going to need him because I'm all out of words. No, it's so true. Right. It's so true. But... Yeah, gosh, I felt like this was great. Like, I felt like I got to sit down, like, with somebody who's been through the trenches. I have. You know, and yeah. just, um, I don't know, this, this feels so good. And, you know, I can honestly say, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. I can honestly look back and go, okay, that's why I went through this. That may not have been for me, but it might have been for somebody else. Yeah. Because I know somebody else went through something to be able to share it with me. Yes. And as long as we're open and we're willing to learn and grow, we'll go so much further. Yeah. We'll be given so much more responsibility. I love that. Yeah. That's how you're always growing, always learning, yeah. always. And you shine, girlfriend. I'm trying. I just see the shine in you. Well, I feel kind of brassy right <laughs> oh, now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've seen your growth. Yeah. yeah, I see I'm you trying. trying. Oh, I see. I'm like, I promise, I'm no, trying my best. I love it, Mila. You, you just, you're, you're, you're like a, a, a willing, a willing vessel, and God Thank loves you. that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm great. <laughs> um, God, I'm so emotional being pregnant. <laughs> um, Okay, so I wanted to say thank you yes. so much for being here. Thank you for I having me. I love you so much. Oh, I love you too. Um, we're always like you know, when we're opening, we're always having these deep conversations. Right. So it's kind of cool to like be able to share it with others. And mm, I hope that, um, even if it wasn't the best advice that something touched your heart today and, um, don't forget to follow, subscribe to our podcast, follow me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. You could also subscribe to my emails because I'd be saying things in and those emails and you know, you know when the specials are and all that good stuff. But anyways, um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here with us. I know that time is precious 
and um, you know, we just got to be here and share with you and I love you and I'll see you on our next episode. Tanti bachi. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>